What's up, baseball family? Super happy to be here. I'm Brig, and I got the Brad man with me. How are you, Brad? I'm good, Brig. How are you? I'm good. I want everybody to notice that I uh, stopped playing my video game for this tonight. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I paused it so I could be here with you. No, it's good. MLB The Show, I'm testing it out. You'll see more content coming out from us about video games. Brad posted his first video game play... Uh, on youtube actually just a couple of days ago right brad yeah it was on wednesday it was uh um, yesterday bad news baseball the og the og yeah from the (laughs) og nintendo and it looks like it too yeah it does (laughs) looks like it plays like it all of it i'll tell you scott really rakes though scott does rake yeah same with barry barry hit a couple dingers Barry did, and then Ernie came through right there at the end, didn't he? It was pretty exciting. Yeah. It was pretty Ernesto exciting made game, it a game overall. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> supposed to be a game, but yeah, well, you're a little rusty, and I feel like that's okay. <laughs> Been almost 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball family, uh, instead of teasing Brad about his 30-year-old uh, video games, which we would love to do more of, but we have to get into the show tonight, which includes some current events. The first thing that we have to talk about is that Charlie Montoyo was just summarily dismissed from the Toronto Blue Jays this week. Um, just they, I don't even know what the internal dialogue sounded like, obviously, but it was abrupt. It was rather sudden. And then what I found most interesting, Brad, is that Bo Bichette has come on the record now saying, I do not disagree with the decision. He is now that's a little out of context. Not a lot, but just a little. He said the organization's going to do whatever the organization does, and that's none of my business. But I still agree with the decision. I don't disagree with the decision. So he kind of right. told the party line and threw his own opinion in the hat. I just think it's important to give everybody the full context. Right. But still, like, he could have come out and been like, oh, yeah, we were all blindsided by it. Kind of like when uh, when Mike Schilt got fired right yeah that was the cardinals weird. they were kind of like that's still weird <laughs> yeah and the, and the players were like yeah we don't know what happened instead bo bichette comes out and is like i don't disagree with it yeah oh so maybe there were some problems i mean and this is the weird thing is the blue jays are 47 and 42 five games over 500 coming in to what's today thursday yeah <laughs> it's my friday so i lost track of the days yeah, <laughs> But so they're five games over 500. They're right there in the wild card. Yes, they're three and seven in the last 10, but so are the Red Sox. They're not firing Alex Cora. Yeah. They're never going to fire Alex Cora. Well, they did once. They did once. And then they brought him back. Right. That's not going to (laughs) happen. That's weird. (laughs) Uh, It's not even his. Well, it's his fault. He got caught in the deluge of 
integrity issues. Anyway, so I looked it up over the last couple of seasons. The Blue Jays last year went 91 wins, 71 losses. They were at 562. The year before that, 533 win percentage, 32 games out of 28. That was the COVID-shortened season. And so I, I just think it's interesting that, you know, just in the last couple of years, um, they're still hovering around this five, maybe a little five plus hundred season, but everybody's always so terrified of them. It's like, oh my word, what if the Blue Jays come to town at the wrong time and they're maybe they're angry, <laughs> you know, and they decide to pick <laughs> on us. It, it feels that way a little bit, like they're going to steal our lunch money, but Honestly, when you look at it, it's just not as scary. The numbers aren't as scary. It's not. I I don't think that it was Montoyo, though. Like I feel like a big part mm. of it, though, is the way that team's put together. They have yeah. a ton of talent in the field. A ton of talent in the field. That lineup is, top to bottom, as scary as any, right? It Offensively. Is, yeah. But when it comes down to it, their problem is pitching. They don't have a good bullpen. Right, they're two, maybe three good starters out of their five. Yeah, like, their problem was pitching two years ago. The problem was pitching last year, and the problem continues to be pitching. They're just like the Angels. Yeah, but they're in a more competitive division. They're Way still more. Like, they're five games over five hundred, and they're in fourth place. Yeah, yeah, like, it's that's well, crazy. They, what are they? Fifteen and a half games back still, or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, how many teams in the league would would want to have forty seven wins? The Guardians don't have it. The Mariners have it. Um, the Phillies would love to have forty seven wins. They're one oh, off of it. Yeah, the Cards sure. have forty eight. The Padres have fifty, but then the Giants have forty five. Yeah, like, they're not a bad team. They just have a couple of issues. And if and maybe the problem is that Montoyo knows they have issues. The front office knows they have issues, but there was not anything done in game to account for it that maybe that was a conversation they had you know that like you got to kind of manage this issue if you can do the rest of it just manage you know we took care of everything else just manage this one issue but i don't know that's tough so are you are you positing the idea then that charlie montoyo is getting the raw end of this deal are you saying it sounds like you're saying that the front office is the actual problem and that he just became like the scapegoat is he the patsy here he is. What have we talked about with the Angels? Before the season started, right. the Angels still don't have any pitching. No. Joe Madden's not going to solve that problem. You can't. He can't go out there Except, and throw the ball. So. Exactly. And he was the guy to take the fall for it. He did. They haven't done any better since he was fired. Yeah, you're right. Was it the same with so. Girardi? Do you think Philly's pitching was the biggest issue? They do have bullpen issues. But yeah. they've been better since he got fired. Right, and so that's interesting. It makes you wonder if this is like, was it somebody on the Facebook group called it the year of the manager bloodbath or something like that? I forget yeah, what they called yeah, it. I think that's what it but was. But it was really good. I was like, yeah, that's true, isn't it? Because everybody's just getting canned left and right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, for a that's while bizarre. there, Mariners fans were calling for service. I think people still do. But, yeah. you know, 10 in a row is going to ease that a little bit. No doubt. Speaking of 10 in a row, can we just nod to the Birdland fans really quick? Like, Everybody in Baltimore is attending games again. <laughs> they're selling out be. crowds. Yeah, they're <laughs> selling out crowds. Yeah. It was interesting. I was listening to the Yankees game. Had nothing to do with the Orioles. Nothing. And Susan and John were just extolling the virtues of the Baltimore fan base. They were saying, of course, they don't want to show up and watch a team lose every day. I wouldn't either. 
And then when they start winning and the, the place is packed, it was just fun to listen to the broadcast team for the Yankees take the fans' side and say, well, yeah, yeah. of course they're not going to pay to watch bad baseball. Like, that doesn't matter. It's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So, well, and that's kind of the way it is in Seattle, too, is that, yeah. like, that place is generally empty for the most part. But this year, now that they've kind of shown some signs of life, they're starting to. It's like people are starting to show up. And people and they sold out the, the opening series of the season because of expectations, right? Yeah. And yep. Jesse Winker called it the electric factory and it stuck. They've been calling it that ever since. But then yeah. like at this point, they went eight in a row, win nine in a row. Last night they won their tenth in a row. And it's like you can still hear it a little bit from fans, like, well, yeah, but they're still gonna fall off. It's still the Mariners. Right. You know? It's like, yeah. no, this team's good. <laughs> Just go to the games. <laughs> Plus garlic fries, like and, and strawberries. Garlic fries, yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. So the Home Run Derby list has been officially announced. Everybody's in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, what do you call it? It's it's not evenly split. Excuse me, not evenly split again. Last right. year it wasn't evenly split between the American and the National League. I don't know why they do this to us. It makes it hard to broadcast. But we're going to do it the It makes it hard to make same. bets is what it does. Yeah, it does. That's a good point. So we're gonna um, we're gonna let you know we've got Juan Soto. This is the official lineup for the Home Run Derby Monday night. Juan Soto, Kyle Schwaber, Ronald Acuna Jr., Julio Rodriguez, J. Rod, Albert the Machine, Pujols, Polar Bear, Pete Alonso, Jose, 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 Jose Ramirez is gonna do this thing, and the dark horse for the last spot is Corey Seager out of Texas, uh, Kyle's brother. For those of you that don't know, yes. very exciting. <laughs> so <laughs> it's interesting though that like so that's um, Soto, Schwab, Schwaba, Acuna, yeah. Yeah. Pujols, Alonzo. Five, like you said. There's five. I had four, five out of eight. The screen there, in five the and the eight League. are from the National League. Yeah. And then I wonder if Corey Seager is like is almost like a a Dodgers emeritus representative because nobody from LA right. is on that list. No, there's not there's no Dodger, which is surprising to me. I think so too. But again, this goes back to the comp- the competitive teams. If you look at, I mean, well, no, it doesn't because the Phillies are they're still in the fight. The Braves are in the fight for sure. Mm-hmm. The Mets are right there. Although Polar Bear has shown that there's no difficulty with him taking the field, stepping up to the plate in games after having competed in the Derby. So that's not a problem. Um, and then the Cards. Let's not forget the Cards. So. I don't know, man. Plus, Cleveland's ball club. So I don't think it has to do with like, well, we're not doing very well. So why don't we just send a guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Makes me wonder though. Makes me wonder though if that's why Stanton didn't go. They're like, no, dude. Look, you're. If you get injured again, then we're gonna have to redefine the terms of this contract. <laughs> <laughs> it might be because that's might how the fans be. feel. Like it'd be fun to watch him in the derby. But mm-hmm. I wish they would open this up. Where's Miggy? That's my issue with the roster. <laughs> it's my only complaint is that I don't have it's Miggy. It's because Pujols has like three times as many home runs as Miggy. That's I why. Don't care. That's I don't why Miggy's care. not there. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun though. Well, um, and I still think I still think the only reason Julio Rodriguez is doing this thing, I think that they like specifically asked him to do it. Yeah, and I think part of it's like do it this year, and then next year the stage is yours. The whole yeah, thing, yeah, the home run derby, the all star game, it'll all be yours. Do it now I, and get yourself yeah. ready for it. 
So we've talked about Soto. I think he makes a lot of sense. Schwarber makes a ton of sense. Acuna, everybody knows he rakes. Julio, obviously, is this guy on a pedestal. Pujols, super duh. Pete Alonso's going for the three-peat. Jose Ramirez is not any slouch. But I, Corey Seager, I have to explain Corey Seager to some people because even I had to look it up and explain it to myself. Currently, he's at 21 career or 21 home runs this season, right? He's had mm-hmm. six in July. His career high for the season mark is 26 total. So he's five home runs away from matching his entire single season career record. And he's already had six this month. It's only the 14th of July. So if any of you are sitting there wondering why Corey is involved in this, that's why. Yeah. It's actually yeah, kind the of dude, fun. the dude rakes like he matches. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he got off to a really slow start this season too, that it was, yeah. it was starting to look like, Oh wow. He took his money and that's it. It did. Right? That's what we thought. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this so, might further prove that. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, this is, this is another fun opportunity to get your name out there and build your popularity. But yeah. Anyway, baseball family, we're really glad that you're here with us uh, on our Thursday night live. If you're chimed in, if you're watching, let us know in the comments. Um, we are streaming this live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We do it every Thursday night. Um, and we keep referencing the Home Run Derby because we have an exciting announcement that we've made a couple of times. Well, I'm going to plug it one more time here. Monday night, ESPN, 8 p.m. Eastern time is the Home Run Derby. We are going to be doing a play-by-play Home Run Derby show live on these same three platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. What we encourage you to do is to turn on the TV, mute that, turn us on instead because we're way more fun and you're going to have way more fun with us. We're a lot more irreverent than what we like to say Joe Buck never was allowed to be. And uh, that's that's it's a big, fun couple of hours, and and we have a good time. So we encourage you to join us for that on Monday. Yeah. Well, and, and I think to say play-by-play is like a little bit – Well, it's Maybe. not quite play-by-play, but it's like commentary, yeah. right? We're, we're commentary. commenting on what's there going go. on and reaction and things like that. So, yeah, it's but it's fun. It's a good time. It's – True fan come reactions. in and join us in the comments and things like that. So yeah, and we do talk back and forth a lot. The interaction in the comments is our favorite part for yes, sure. Exactly right. For sure. All right. Let's jump into our live games for the week. Um, they're all live, by the way. They don't pre-record any of these ball games. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not since the steroid era. Um <laughs> Okay, this weekend's games. Uh, I'm Brad. I'll, let me take Friday and then you take Saturday. Okay. All right, sounds good. So this weekend's games, Friday will be Apple TV is the first one available, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Pirates at Rockies and Coors Field. Basically, this is going to be the home run derby before the home run derby. Um, we expect a handful of these players to really hit the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Brad likes to watch Vogelbach do his thingy thing, um, yeah. and he ought to be he ought to be raking so I would think so. That, I, yeah, that, <laughs> I would say I'm going to give Vogi. I'm going to give him three dingers this weekend. Whoa, are you going to put money on three. it? I might. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a little bit yeah. of money in my DraftKings account. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I won right. it in a pool actually last weekend. Nice. Yeah, I on free money again. Free. Yeah, free money. Yeah, playing, playing house money. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I'll put some of that on Vogi and dingers this weekend. <laughs> yes, that's, that's awesome. You got to do that. 
<laughs> so that'll be at 8.30 Eastern. Um, obviously, some of this depends on where you are, but then the uh, D-backs will be in San Diego playing the Padres. That'll be 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, basically, the Padres have to take every one of these games, not only to secure some momentum and some of the standings in you know where they are, but also because these are, Brad likes to say, teams you have to beat. Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly what's happening here. This is the yeah. The D backs went on like, like they had that stretch where they were pretty decent for a little while, but they're not yeah. anymore. They're not no, good they're bad. anymore. Yeah, they're bad again. Um, but it's crazy because the Padres, like I feel like it happened overnight, are now nine games back. We were talking last week about how they were like right in it with the Dodgers, and now all of a sudden they're as out of the division as the Mariners are almost in the AL West to Houston. Yeah, which feels yeah. like a mile. <laughs> So it is a month. You got to win some games. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hanging you out win. with, if you're hanging out with uh, Anaheim, it's a mile away, at least. Yep. Okay. Yep. Saturday we have several games. Uh, there's FS1. Got the Tigers and the Guardians. Um, we've talked about <laughs> it before. The Guardians are not good. The Tigers are obviously not good. Um, but Guardians I, went on a stretch there, though. They did, they did, and it was a little. It was, I think, it was a flash in the pan. But I'm curious watching this series how the Guardians do and see if they can get back in the wild card hunt. Yeah, because they should be able to take a couple this weekend. I would think from the Tigers. Yes, should be able to. If they can't, then put a fork in them. Yeah, it's yep, hundred percent. That's that's what I think about that. And then on Fox, uh, we've got. We got games at 7 p.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for these. These are regional coverage. You got the Red Sox at the Yankees, and then also the Brewers at the Giants. Now we know what's going on with the Red Sox and the Yankees. Last weekend, Briggs, sorry, I'm going to touch dark spot just a little bit here. There was a split. It was a thing. There was a split. Well, now they're going to be in New York, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Yankees do, how they respond, because they lost into Cincinnati. Oof. Can we just say that out loud? Like, I don't know. How they almost that's lost two. I know it was. They they won the second game on a walk off wild pitch or a, yeah. a dropped. It was a pass ball. That's what they call it. Gosh dang it! I know how to say words. The catcher <laughs> dropped the ball out of his glove. It rolled away from him, and DJ LeMahieu basically waltzed across home plate yeah. for the walk off. Literally walked it off it was crazy yeah <laughs> but that's it they and it was in like the 10th inning i'm mm-hmm. bro i'm still angry you should be you should be yeah upset. yeah I, I can't so i don't know where to be thanks for so i think spot. i think I'm that's done. a good series i think that's a big series to watch this weekend uh, i mean it, it always is but i think there's more yeah going on with it than usual and then the yep. brewers and the giants uh the giants are only one game out of the wild card we haven't been talking about them much this season but they're only one game out of the wild card still and then the brewers who have been on a little bit of a slide um they're interesting to watch i mean we talk about them sometimes too that just like they're really quiet but they're still really good um, totally despite the slide they haven't lost any ground on the cardinals which is insane it is so keep an eye on this one though just because there's there's some jockeying for position here. Uh, the Giants need to figure out a way to get things back if they're going to keep any kind of pace at all in the wild card. So, yeah. Because they could find themselves the la- out of it just like the Padres did in right. the division. Totally. 
Um, let's move to Sunday on Peacock. This is your wake up in baseball, 12 p.m. noon Eastern. The Royals at the Blue Jays. Okay, we're going to spend a little time with this. I know we only have mm-hmm. a few minutes left, but we have to spend time with this because there's this whole thing going on, for those of you that don't know, about Kansas City Royals players choosing not to be vaccinated, which is fine. That's their right. But now 10 of them who've chosen not to be vaccinated can't go to Canada to play baseball. Mm-hmm. So, and here's the list of names. This is incredible. <laughs> Whit Merrifield, Andrew Benintendi, Hunter Dozier, Cam Gallagher, MJ Melendez, Brady Singer, Brad Keller, Kyle Isbell, Michael A. Taylor, and Dylan Coleman. Guys, it's significant. That's, that's huge. That's that's like obviously the entire starting lineup is what it sounds like. Pretty so they're much. gonna send it, they're gonna send the B team up to um Toronto, and Toronto's op- operating with an interim manager. So we'll see what happens with bench coach, right? John Snyder's a bench coach. Yeah. Yep. So plus the Blue Jays have been on a slide bad. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I'm going to watch this game for like the social part of it. Like, to, you know what I mean? The yeah. see just yeah, how the story this goes, yeah. storylines falling. But ultimately, Whit Merrifield is quoted. He said, quote, the only reason that I would think about getting the vaccine at this point is to go to Canada. That might change down the road. Something happens and I happen to get on a team that has a chance to play in Canada this postseason. Maybe that changes. But as we sit here right now, I'm comfortable with my decision, end quote, SI.com. Now, Brad, I need your reaction to this. I have some pretty pointed thoughts, and uh, but I want you to go first because I said so. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it's just a guy who's checked out, like we talked about, like just collecting a check. That's, yeah. a, that's what Whit Merrifield is doing. He's clearly just out there cashing a check. He doesn't care about this team. He doesn't care right. what they do. He doesn't care what happens between now and the end of the season. He's like, if I get traded and I get on a contender, then yeah, I'll go get it. But it's like, okay, you're giving you're giving Toronto a distinctive home field advantage by not doing this. And I get it. I understand it. Sure. Like yeah. if you don't want to get the vaccine, I understand it. But at right. the same time, like our business, somebody who has worked in a hospital, I wasn't allowed to go to work unless I got a flu shot and everything else. Because I went same. in my first day and they're yeah. like, do you have your vaccine records? It's like, no, I've never had. Them. I'm like, OK, let's do everything because you got to work. You got to have them to work here. I'm like, OK, you know, that's how it was in the army, dude. Yeah. Everybody line up. When's the last time you got it? I don't remember. Well, get in go line. get it now. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you yeah. get sick because you've had it too much, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. I know, and it's, I don't know. It, it's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. It, it is really tough, but at the same time, though, like, it's your profession, and you've got other people relying on you to do this. Because if I'm one of his teammates, and I'm like, he doesn't care about us. Yeah. Like, that alone says that he doesn't care about anybody else in that clubhouse. Doesn't yeah. care about doing, quote-unquote, whatever it takes to win games because it would take that to win games because he's yeah. one of those guys who's a difference maker and could go in there and steal a game or two from the Blue Jays. Instead, they're probably going to sweep yeah. them. Probably going to get swept, right. and it's going to be ugly. I agree. So the Kansas City Royals, I'm looking it up right now. 
They currently stand 35 wins and 53 losses, by the way. So he goes in and steals a couple from Toronto. They're playing right now in the bottom of the ninth, by the way, or the top of the ninth. Kansas City is up 2-1 to one against Toronto right hey, now. Hey, look at that. So, um, but with with a record like that, 35-53, and 53, like, why would he put himself out there that I don't want to say so it, this becomes a professional ethics issue right now we're talking about ethics we're talking about morality and we're talking about you know integrity we're, this has nothing to do with whether a guy's vaccinated or not this is this goes deeper for me and I think that's what you were arguing professional integrity yeah but it, it's just I don't know it's it's I don't think that his professional integrity is going to win them ball games. No, but if Not I'm tra- if I'm a team it. trading for if I'm a team trading for Whit Merrifield at the deadline, that's something I consider, right? Like, does he have sure. his teammates back even if they're sure. losing, even if things are bad, even if things are ugly? Yeah, is he going to have sh- the back of the guy next to him in the clubhouse, or is he only going to have that guy's back if we're winning and we have a chance in the playoffs? Because right. what if what if the Padres trade for him because they're like, oh, we need a second baseman, right? He comes in as like this year's Adam Frazier for yeah. uh, for the Padres, right? Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we really need this, and then they go on a on a skid, and he's like, well, this sucks. I left one bad situation to come to another bad situation. He gives up, and they've yeah. traded away. I don't know. Say they've traded away Cronenworth and a couple of prospects, right? Sure. Yeah. Like you can't fill that hole with a guy who's given up. Like I would, no. I wouldn't be trading for Merrifield, especially with the asking price that the that the Royals have for him. No chance. And they were they're going to ask a lot. They asked they asked the Mariners for Julio last year. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, okay, yeah, yeah. They wanted to trade straight up, and they're like, no, no, that's our future. Thank you. Yes, sorry, bud. <laughs> we're trying to get a year and a half out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not mortgage our future for him. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. Well, and here's this. Anyway, break. How's, how's this real yeah, quick? One more really, thing. Sir, He's sure. making seven million dollars this year. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like uh, a franchise huh. cornerstone like him making seven million dollars should be held to a higher standard as far as professionalism goes. But that's just my. Yeah. Opinion. No, I agree with you. Who's his agent? His agent is Warner Sports Management. That's who he's okay. represented by. All right. For now. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> with an attitude like that, it sure it sure smells like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it right, walks yeah. like a duck and it talks yeah. like a duck. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> For those of you that are not in on this inside joke, we're talking about our favorite agent, Scott Boris. <laughs> which is a term we use derisively. It's his name, but it's also a term we use derisively. (laughs) We call him Scotty B B for that reason. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. So there's the point. That's the Sunday afternoon games are the last games of the weekend. Um, There is no Mm. ESPN game Sunday night because of all-star travel. Um, Everybody's going to be done early. And then we kick off the all-star break and we go into the home run derby monday night so if you join us for that here again facebook uh youtube and twitch is where we'll be broadcasting that and 
and just commenting and having fun. Just come join the conversation. It'll be a good time. We're going to be here the whole time. Yeah, so we pop will. Pop in, pop out. Don't feel like you have speaking to sit down of, the entire time. But go ahead, Speaking break. of the conversation, Joanna Lestari uh, just jumped on on Facebook. Hey, Joanna, thanks for commenting. Your comment's a little cryptic, though. It says go. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what that means. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about it, though. So if you want to just clarify that in the comments, that'd be great. Otherwise, I agree with you. Go. Maybe you're having about some time. existential thing. And it's about time to... for us to go, Briggs. So let's wrap it this is... thing up. Is that what she's saying? She told us to knock it off. Well, that's fair. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> Get off my live feed. All right. <laughs> so before we go really quick, um, the, the easiest way to support the show is there's a couple of ways. You can jump on baseballtogether.com. And through that, navigate to the shop. You can also search 9plusus.com to get to the shop as well. All the cool t-shirts we're wearing. I got my 42 t-shirt on. Brad's wearing his perfect tee. Have hats and stuff there too. Sweat, sweatshirts, hoodies, all that. You can also jump onto Patreon where we have three tiers of support. $5, $10, $15 tier. We call those people our rooters. They have access to a bunch of exclusive stuff and different merch and all kinds of perks and things like that that you don't get because they get it. Um, so we would love for you to join that and support us. We got some projects we'd like to get underway, but also it helps us keep doing what we're doing. That's and right. We love exactly. our rooters. So thank you for those of you who are rooters. Thank you for those of you who are thinking about being in rooters. And, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff coming there. So Patreon is yeah. the way to go. Exactly. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review the show. We do appreciate everybody who jumps in and listens. We appreciate it so much because if you weren't doing that, we probably would have stopped doing this a long time ago. So thank you, everyone, for jumping in, jumping in and listening. And with that, we will catch you next week during the Home Run Derby live. 